This is Pastor Landon Davis. Thank you for joining me for our daily Bible study. We'll be looking at Mark chapter 4 today. I'll be reading from the World English Bible. And he began to teach by the seaside. A great multitude was gathered to him, so that he entered into a boat in the sea and sat down. All the multitude were on the land by the sea. He taught them many things in parables and told them in his teaching, Listen, behold, the farmer went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell by the road. And the birds of the air came and devoured it. Others fell on the rocky ground, where it had little soil, and immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of soil. When the sun had risen, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. Others fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. Others fell into the good ground and yielded fruit, growing up and increasing. Some produced thirty times, some sixty times, and some one hundred times as much. He said, Whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. When he was alone, those who were around him with the twelve asked him about the parables. He said to them, To you is given the mystery of God's kingdom, but to those who are outside, all things are done in parables, that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest perhaps they should turn again and their sin should be forgiven them. He's quoting from Isaiah chapter 6, verse 9 and 10. He said to them, Don't you understand this parable? How will you understand all of the parables? The farmer sows the word. The ones by the road are the ones where the word is sown. And when they have heard, immediately Satan comes and takes away the word which has been sown in them. These, in the same way, are those who are sown on the rocky places, who, when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with joy. They have no root in themselves, but are short-lived. When oppression or persecution arises because of the word, immediately they stumble. Others are those who are sown among the thorns. These are those who have heard the word. And the cares of this age and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Those which were sown on the good ground are those who hear the word and accept it and bear fruit, some thirty times, some sixty times, and some one hundred times. Now, this is interesting because when Jesus told the parable, clearly his intention is to teach. He says, he that has ears, let him hear. But parables worked two ways. First, they would conceal the truth from some people. And then secondly, and simultaneously, they would reveal the truth to others. They would conceal the truth from people that didn't really have an appetite for righteousness or that had hard hearts. Uh, those that refused to seek the truth didn't have the ears to hear it. For those that were willing to seek and to ask for understanding, then deeper revelation would come. And so it isn't a coincidence that the twelve are the ones that stuck around and asked what he had meant. So we've got the soil, which refers to the condition of an individual's heart, how receptive they are to the word. And so we have some people that are like the road, uh, their, their heart. And their lives are so hard that the seed never finds lodging. It doesn't matter who preaches or how they preach 
or what scripture they use or, or how moving the altar service is. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. Their heart is hard. And immediately what they hear, uh, what's been testified, what's been revealed, what they read, if they hear preaching, immediately it's taken away by Satan. The word is not mixed with faith, and so it has no impact. There are others who they are like rocky places. They have uh, soil to receive the word. But beneath the surface, it's hard. And so that there's, there's rocks below the surface. And so they receive the word. They receive it with joy even. But it's short-lived. It can't ever really take root and, and bear forth fruit because uh, the, the word doesn't get deep into their life. Um, that there's hardness below the surface. And so when a little trouble comes or a little persecution comes, which will test the depth of your relationship with God and the depth of your commitment, that's all it takes for them to be offended or to be made to stumble. And, and then what God would have done with the word began in their life never comes to fruition. Some are like thorny ground. All the conditions are right except that they allow other things to remain growing in their life. And so there's other things that are growing along with what God has planted. And so eventually these other things, lust or worries or cares or even riches, uh, the blessing, material blessings, any of these things can choke out the word. And finally, there is uh, the good ground. And the good ground is someone that believes and someone that's broken up the hard places in their life and a man or a woman that is repentant and cleanses their life of anything that would compete with uh, the word, with their affection for the things of God and, and choke out the word. And this is the person, the person who maintains their heart. This is the person who's going to receive and is going to prosper. Verse 21, he said to them, is the lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed? Isn't it put on a stand? For there is nothing hidden except that it should be made known. Neither was anything made secret, but that it should come to light. If any man has ears to hear, let him hear. He said to them, take heed what you hear. With whatever measure you measure, it will be measured to you. And more will be given to you who hear. For whoever has, to him more will be given. And he who doesn't have, even that which he has, will be taken away from him. Now, I stated that parables at once reveal and conceal. I, I want to emphasize that certainly God gave his word with the intention for it to be understood. It isn't God's desire for men to sit in darkness. Um, light should be placed on a lampstand. And so Jesus says, if you have ears... Open them up and hear. You have to do something, though, with what you hear. Take heed to what you've heard. How you use it is how you'll continue to receive. How how you respond to what has been revealed, how you obey uh, what, what you know, has a direct relationship with how much more truth will be entrusted to you. And so there are, are some today that are deluded or that are deceived, and it's because... 
they heard the word, but they had disobedience in their heart and sin in their life. And eventually they became hard and their ears dull so that not only do they no longer receive from the Lord, but they've even lost what they once believed in. Verse 26, he said God's kingdom is as if a man should cast seed on the earth and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring up and grow, though he doesn't know how. For the earth bears fruit by itself, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. But when the fruit is ripe, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. He said, how will we liken God's kingdom or with what parable will we illustrate it? It's like a grain of mustard seed, which when it is sown in the earth, though it is less than all the seeds that are on the earth, yet when it is sown, grows up and becomes greater than all the herbs and puts out great branches so that the birds of the sky can lodge under its shadow. So Jesus primary description here of the kingdom is uh, of something that is growing. The kingdom grows. And again, there's the comparison to the seed. In the previous parable, the seed was the word. And, and primarily, faith grows and the kingdom grows by the word of God. Um, and so when we speak of growth, it can be numerical growth. We, our, our desire is for the lost to be saved. And in a sense, that would be the the kingdom growing. But it speaks of even greater than this. It, it speaks as individuals. We can each grow and become more fruitful. We, we grow in grace. We grow in knowledge. We grow in good works. We get admonition and instruction by the Word of God. The Word and the Spirit working in tandem will absolutely change an individual for the better. We grow, we mature, we become greater, stronger, more impactful. And you don't always even understand how it's happening, but you just trust God. We are his workmanship. And so God, God's bringing about uh, something bountiful in us, a harvest of righteousness. Eventually, God's kingdom is going to grow to fill all of the earth and will tear down every kingdom of man. Uh, verse number 33, with many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it. Without a parable, he didn't speak to them, but privately to his own disciples, he explained everything. So he spoke in parables as they were able to hear. He would only speak what they could hear. His disciples, who were more faithful, who were more committed, who, who had sacrificed more, who were hungrier, he he took them aside and privately explained everything to them. Verse 35, on that day when evening had come, he said to them, let's go over to the other side. Leaving the multitude, they took him with them, even as he was in the boat. Other small boats were also with him. A big windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so much that the boat was already filled. He himself was in the stern, asleep on the cushion, and they woke him up and told him, Teacher, don't you care that we are dying? He awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. The wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? How is it that you have no faith? They were greatly afraid and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? 
So we see the disciples themselves are still learning to have faith and to trust and to use the word that has been given to them. In this case, Jesus tells them, let's go to the other side. They have his word. And and of course, they have faith in Christ. They, they, they believe and until the storm comes. They hadn't even considered that they wouldn't make it to the other side. But then when the storm comes, they forget his word, his assurance. They're fearful. It should have gave them peace that before time, the Lord told them they were going to make it. But they become fearful, so much so that when they find Jesus, they ask if he even cares that they're dying. I love Jesus' response to their questions. He said, why are you so afraid? How is it that you have no faith? Sort of like I just taught you about believing and using the word that's been given, and then I tell you we're going to the other side. Where's your faith at? And so then he stood and he rebuked the wind and the sea. And, and even in this, we see the the grace of God, how he works with us when we're less than perfect and will keep teaching us. Because in this, he's still teaching them to trust him. Uh, Psalms 107, verse 28 through 30 says, Then they will cry to Yahweh, that's the Lord or Jehovah, in their distress, and he brings them out in their trouble, and he brings them out of their distress. And he makes the storm a calm so that its waves are still and then they are glad because it is calm. So he brings them to their desired haven. And so Jesus, of course, is the word in the flesh and he is the very God that the word spoke of. And so even uh, in this area where they seem to lack faith and have fallen short, the Lord still reveals even more of himself to them so that they will learn to trust him. Let's pray together and ask the Lord that we would have hearts to receive the word and that we would learn to truly trust him and to stand on his word. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Your word says that that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. I, I ask that you would touch my heart, touch the heart of everyone that's listening so that our faith will arise. We want to see you do great things. We want to see your kingdom grow uh, in our city, in our nation, in our church, in our lives. Lord, I pray that you would give an increase, that there would be a bountiful harvest. I pray that you reveal yourselves to us. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Join me again tomorrow for another episode.